Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, dear podcast listener. This is Ian Lee. And I'm Catherine Boyle. Uh, Exciting news. From July the 1st, we are moving the show to www.patreon.com slash Ian and Catherine. I-A-I-N and Catherine with a K. That is going to be the only way that you will get to hear this best of podcast. So if you want to watch the show, all of the shows, you have to watch some of it for free, but if you want to watch all of the show and listen to the daily podcast, then go over to www.patreon.com slash Ian and Catherine, I-A-I-N and Catherine with a K, and have a look at the tiers. Yeah, there are so many, right? From being someone who just chucks us a couple of quid, and that's great, and we love you, and we'll pray for you, and we'll think of you very, very fondly, to being someone who joins us for dinner. On Zoom. On Zoom. On Zoom. Um, and we're sorry we're doing this. It's just the way that things are working out. We kind of, if we want to keep the show going, we're going to have to start charging a little bit. We appreciate your support. We hope you come with us. And if you don't, may the gods bless you. I nearly said God, but that will put some people off. June is coming on. We think. We think. We hope. We hope. In about five minutes, there's a documentary coming out. I'm going to open up the. Um, I'm going to open up the Zoom. I'm, ge- I'm genuinely a little bit nervous. I'm going to need you. I, I'm going to need your help in this. Exciting. I've ordered exciting. two fanny T-shirts as well. They're coming from the states. Oh. They haven't arrived for this, which is I was hoping that was going to happen, but we will wear those with pride. Um. Hang on, let me just make sure we're all set up. We should always set up microphones, speakers. Okay, now we just wait. We're ready. We're ready. ready. Are you excited? You're quite excited. I am really excited. June Millington, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, David's uh, calling in. Yes, hello? Are you ready for Fanny? Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm early. No, you can't. We, but we haven't got time. We're waiting for a oh. guest. 
Okay, well, cut me off then. I'm, I'm, okay. Wait, we're waiting for a guest. What's got into him? Sinjin says, please tell Catherine I said that she is a... What? She is a C. What? Hang on, sorry. It's, it's, I said hi. Oh, Jesus, hi. we haven't got time for any of this. We got, we've got time for hi. We haven't got time for... We've got time for hi. We haven't got time for highs. There's a, there's a podcast. There's a podcast about Fanny. It's called Get Behind Fanny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to get down. Fanny, the right to rock. I did know. Do you know? I did know. Oh, we are joined by the film's director, Bobby Joe Hart. Bobby Joe Hart is going to join us if this show is still going in September. Bobby Joe Hart is going to join us in September because um, that's when the film so good is being released. Oh, I got cold there in the United Kingdom. What's it called? Get behind. Get Fanny. behind Fanny. Fanny, get behind Fanny now at 382, 382 Radio. Fannyrocks.com if you want your Fanny news. Can you, you're saying Fanny and you mean vagina. No, I'm not. It's ass, isn't it? It's ass. Yeah, but we are British. Ass. Get behind Fanny. B- bodies. Get behind Fanny. Got this loads of the, what? Oh, I'm getting behind Fanny. You better. Oh, I'm, I'm subbing to this. This is getting subbed up. Hard. Get behind Fanny. Subscribe. Subscribe, please. Auto download new episodes. Thank you. The godmothers of women who rock. We're just going to download, download, download. Don't get in all of these. This is the week. Here's the thing I've noticed, and I've said it every time we've talked about them, right? Is they're just rocking, right? They're not doing any kind of extra. They're not trying to seduce the camera. They're not doing any of that crap. They're just rocking out like, like the blokes do, right? Just concentrating on the music, and it's beautiful to see. And that's what you you like when you see the bass player just just doing a thing. That's right? the groove. She's 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 just. I love I love a good. I, I play a little bit of bass. I'm rubbish, but I love a good. Uh, I love a good bass player, and I love just watching them when they're off in. Their, they're always kind of tall and lanky, and um, just off in their yeah, own little world. Do you know they're the first all female rock act to record an entire album for a major record label? Yes, I did know that. And in fact, recorded and released five albums for major labels. Yeah, I didn't know that. They were the first all I female rock act. Sorry, you haven't, sorry, you you haven't did, said that one. Sorry. This is for someone else. Thank you, Rubber Bandit 80. First all female, female rock, rock ba- to rise to real prominence in the US and Europe, yeah. acknowledged by both the press David and their Bowie. many fans as an awesome live act. In the words of Steve Peacock, top UK music journalist of the era, if you close your eyes, it's like listening to the Stones. I don't like the Stones. I don't like the Stones. Um, uh, We're up to 383. We're 17 away from 400, which was the target I was aiming for at the end of this month. We don't even start Patreon until July the 1st. But what we've been asking is... We're still nowhere near what we need to live on. No, but you're showing your intention by this, right? You're showing your intention. So if you were thinking about signing up and you're thinking, well, it's two months away, I'll wait till then. If you could sign up now, at least shows that there is a will there. We're, we're, we won't be charging you till July. Where there's a will, there's a pay. Oh. Uh, I mean, it's not okay. You still be on Twitch though. Don't know. We, we might go to. We might take I it think to YouTube. It's, it's looking unlikely. Yeah, we, we might take it to YouTube. We're, we're going to play around. We're going to play around and do a mixture. It's so fun to sign up, isn't it? MZ plays, isn't it fun? Um, it's we're we're going to see which gets us the most audience. The, the most audience. 
We would like a big audience. Oh, Jesus Christ. What is wrong with this guy? Yes? Oh, let's go drive it out. Goodbye. Goodbye. Has he been on the pop again? What is going on with David tonight? David. Uh, Dizon says all the cool people have signed up. No, incorrect. All the cool people haven't signed up yet. All the bum licks have signed up. Oh, no, sorry. I see what you mean. Sorry, I do apologise. I do apologise. Yes. Yes. So if you're thinking about it, please do. Have I got the time difference? Have I done a cath and got the time difference wrong? If we have a thousand signed up, we are quids in. <laughs> what? What have you done? I, no, I've not done anything. Is it half past six in America? Where in America? Hmm? Where is she? What do you mean? Well, it depends. What on what? Huh? Uh -huh. And so? Well, you know, there's different. I got it. I, I know what I'm doing. Time zones. I know what, I know what I'm doing. I'm with you. Do you though? I do actually because I've never got a time zone guess wrong. Who who here has got a time zone guess wrong before? Yeah, but I've booked way more guests than you have. So that's going to happen, isn't it? Statistically, it's likely. Okay, what time is it, please? I've only done it wrong like once or twice. Uh, don't please don't make me say two words to you. That was not my fault. That was bad PR. Graham Nash. Yeah, yeah. So Where's I thought Emma, it was please, I'm, please can wait, we wait, 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 No, we've got a guest. We've got a guest. She's not there. She's not. I want to check the time difference. You know it. Ma, where's Ma? Massachusetts. Right. What is the time in in Massachusetts? Is that Ma? What time is it in Massachusetts? Is Ma Massachusetts? Uh, 6.32. All right, so she's late. Okay, cool. It's Fanny time. Mm -hmm. What if she doesn't come? It's tonight, right? So, yeah, I did think I'd booked Graham Nash. I'd spoken to the PR woman. Then on the day I was driving into work, I thought, she's not got back to me. I'll give her a ring. She'd gone on holiday. Um. No one was answering the phone. Didn't send me the number. It's so I came in early to meet Graham Nash and he he didn't come on the show and you promised me that we had him. Is right, okay. So it's so I've got the time right. I love I love June because uh, here's the thing. So I organised this a couple of weeks ago, and then on Wednesday I said, um, I think you're doing a concert today, June. Is that right? If so, have a fab time. Are you still okay for Friday? This is all in the chain of conversation. She's replied. What is happening Friday again? Here Sorry. Calm. Calm be yourself. Calm yourself. Calm. Be, be cool, calm. Fonzie. Be cool. Be cool, guys. Everybody. That just be cool. looks and sounds good. It lo Oh. Hey! Ah, June, can you hear us? No, we're not hearing. Yeah. They're not hearing. We're not hearing you. So. That's okay. You take your time. You take your We're time. We're not hearing you. That's okay. I love this. Look at this. They're in a state-of-the-art recording studio. It's odd. Can you hear us now? No. No. Uh-oh. Sure. Speaker. Uh, I love it. They're going to change the speaker. Oh, Maybe. there. Okay. Can you hear us? Now I can hey, hear you. Hey, June. Upgrade. Thank you, June. Thank, Thank you, June's you assistant. You got it. This is Lee. Hello. Hey, Lee. <laughs> hey, hey, Lee. How you doing? Thank you, man. 
Yeah, very good. Thanks, all right. Awesome. Dude, yeah, we are so live. We're on. We're doing it. We're there. Yeah, we are there. It's awesome. So nice to good. meet you, June. Thank you so much for doing this. How the devil are you? Well, I'm on chemo, so I have to, I, I definitely have to uh, parse my time every day. So this is the third thing I'm doing with the rest breaks. Okay. Actually, I went, I just went from shooting video out in the barn with Lee yeah. to coming yeah. in the studio. Oh, God bless you. I didn't know you were poorly. How is the treatment going? Um, the fourth one is this Monday. So, you know, I, I get pretty exhausted. So I just have to time everything I do. It's like music, you know, you just have yeah. to time the yeah. rhythm. Yeah. So, well, we uh, won't listen. We won't keep you too long. Any point no, you feel too. Don't worry about it. No, well, in I'm, case, I'm. In that case, we're going to keep you for an hour. We want, <laughs> yeah. we want a solo concert. We want. <gasps> Can you see the studio behind me? It this, looks incredible. It looks yeah, incredible. Really what cool. a place. Yeah. So, oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So Lee is Gene's son with Earl Slick, the guitar player. Oh wow. Okay. So we got we got. Well, who happens to be here actually? Also, so is it, it's one. It's going off on tangents. Am I correct that you were friends with Peter Talk of the Monkees? Oh yeah, the last session he did was right in this room. Was it really? I'm a huge yeah. Monkees fan, and it was that oh, was yeah. the last session was there. Yeah, great guy. Just a really great guy, and he really understood the value of IMA. So, um, you know, I mean, I miss him like crazy. And, and we met him through Leah Kunkel, actually, who's a close friend of ours and who lives yeah. in Northampton. So Leah Kunkel, uh, of course, everything. Did you ever meet Cass Elliot, Mama Cass? I did not meet Cass, but I've, of course, now uh, we finally gotten Leah to talk a little about about her, you know, because she's so kind of not you know, not wanting to talk about, you know, that time so much. But um, uh, I know how important she was to the whole scene. Yeah. That Cass, I do know. We've had so many guests and Cass yeah. linked them, just seems to link so many people. She's this thread yeah. going through the 60s and the 70s through yeah. pop and rock. It's yeah. phenomenal. Actually, it's Leah and Peter, Leah Kunkel and Peter, Peter Tork who told me the importance of how she put people together yeah you know so um i under i really understand that now i did i did not know that before but of course i knew the canyon yeah you know yeah. frank zappa's place and richard perry lived up in the canyon and you know let's so talk let's so talk fanny. by the way you know every you know what fanny means over in the uk right yeah mm -hmm. so, we and, didn't so, know you should know that we did not know what it meant when I we thought so. you know, changed our name from Wild Honey to Fanny. Yeah. Let's talk about Fanny in a second. But IMA, the place you're at, this and you, I hadn't heard of this, and you, I've been kind of looking into it since you mentioned it to me. It sounds incredible. What What is the kind of background of it? The background is after I got through, uh, you know, the, the big phase of rock and roll with Fanny, and then I left, and a couple of years later, I got introduced to women's music, feminism and women's music through Chris Williamson. I did that with her for maybe five years, and then somewhere around 86, after I got together with Anne, we, um, we decided to put I May together, together to pass it on. You know, because I've had so much really good luck and good fortune in all my years and um, have able been able to learn so much. And like 
with people like Leah Kunkel, who actually taught vocals at our very first camp in 2002, wow. people like her and Christine Allman and, you know, so on and so forth, women, other women who are willing to help share what they know, um, this thing is really working. And of course, we have to fundraise all the time, but, mm -hmm. it, you know, it's a nonprofit. So it's really a big deal. And it's the only one of its kind in the world that I know of that really has a structure that owns the property and that's going to pass it on to the next generation who actually we have two generations and ready you, to take the reins. You've been doing this since before feminism kind of had a resurgence in recent times like when people said that there were No, no, no. We we started IMA around 86, 87. Right. Yeah, yeah, and that's feminism had its sure. resurgence uh, way before that. Sorry, what know. I meant was kind of talking about the problems within music and entertainment industry that we've been talking about more. I don't know, maybe it seems like we've been talking about it more in the last mm -hmm. few years because of social media. But what you're doing there is pretty mm -hmm. special mm -hmm. and pretty unique. Was it because of that kind yeah. of stuff that was going it's, on before? It's incredible, really. Say that again. What's the first so, part of the question? Was that born out of the fact that you thought, well, actually, we need to give women a chance to get away from all that crap and be able to just do their thing without having to worry about the sexual politics so much? Actually, to tell you the, the real story, I was at a meeting at Olivia Records, which was kind of the nexus of the uh, beginning of women's music. They put out Chris's album, right. Changer and the Change, and uh, a lot of other albums. I was at a meeting at their place in 1976, right? So... Uh, that was after I left Fanny, but as I was getting involved in women's music, they want to get more women of color involved in the company, you know, so Chris asked me to go to this meeting, and I did, and during the meeting, I was hearing a lot of kind of wild, almost kind of Pollyanna-ish thinking uh, that I thought would never work, like, you know, no one's ever going to be more popular than the other in terms of artists, it's going to be totally egalitarian, we're going to share everything, and I thought... I'd already been through Fanny, and I and I know the music business. It is a competitive business. That's just it. I mean, it's like life. It's competitive. So I heard this voice inside my head say, who's going to take care of all the young ones who are coming, right? Ten years later, exactly, I'm with Anne. I'm living with her at Hampshire College, and she's running the Women's Center. And I started to hear the voices again. And not only were they speaking to me like in you know, real life. I could, I could kind of intuit, but then in my dreams, they were really speaking loudly. And Angela Davis is a friend of mine, and I was hanging out with her in San Francisco, and I told her about these voices and the vision. And she said, well, get going. And I'm like, what? I mean, I'm not an organizer, right? And, uh, but she said the only thing that could possibly work, here's what she said, but they're talking to you. So get going. Mm. And so there was the imperative, you know. Number one, they were talking to me. And number two, I was with Anne, who was a great organizer. So the two of us decided to start putting it together. And by the way, Angela Davis was on the founding board. So, mm. you know, that's pretty amazing. And so was uh, Roma Barron, who was, uh, or who is Laurie Anderson's producer. And they have uh, reissued... Her first album, Big Science, on vinyl, by the way. We've so I don't know if you know Laurie but... Anderson recently, um, because it. <laughs> oh the, yeah. The, I mean, Laurie Anderson the, the, is just such a unique 
sound and yeah. it's and we we played some recently yeah. Yeah. she's a big deal yeah you're a big deal and you're a, you're a big deal yeah. i mean you you're you're a big deal in your life and to those people that love you but there's mm. a lot of excitement around fanny that hasn't been there for a while with this mm. movie that is coming out mm -hmm. now have you seen it yet because when i wrote to you a couple of weeks ago i don't think you'd seen it mm -hmm. had you no, I, I hadn't, and I saw it in two pieces because when she sent me a link, she sent us all a link, a 48-hour link. So uh, I had to work, actually, in the studio, so Anne and the rest of our friends queued it up. By the time I walked in, I saw the second half, and then the next day I saw the first half. So I have, conceptually, <laughs> I, have seen, I have seen the documentary, and, you know, a lot of it was shot right here in the studio because this yeah. is where Fanny walked the earth. Uh, the basics were recorded and, you know, a lot of it. So, um, and in the in the big barn, which is right on the other side of that window, is where we were as we were setting up and recording, doing pre-production and all that. So these rooms are very much a part of the story as in now. Yeah. Um, aside from the, you know, from the beat, I, I don't even know if she got the beat club footage in there, but certainly a lot of other stuff from back in the day, right? You know, pictures of Fanny Hill and talking about it and so on and so forth. Do you like looking back? Are you, are you a fan of looking back? I, I kind of get the impression from what I've seen and read about you is that you, you like being in the present and looking forward and, and facing forward. What was it like looking over your shoulder like that? Mm -hmm. Well, I've been doing so much of it since 1916, uh, 17, when we all decided to do this together, that I almost live in all three dimensions simultaneously. I mean, right. I can switch, you know, and a lot of the songs that I'm writing now, like I have a song called Girls Don't Dream. And that and two other songs I wrote, bam, in like four days, I right after the inauguration and the insurrection and all that. And I could feel, you know, 46's uh, heel kind of leave the back of my neck. And um, so I wrote Girls Don't Dream and two other songs. One of the, uh, one of the other songs, um, uh, Too Close to the Bone. And by the way, Lee and his dad, Earl Slick, played on all three, um, is, I mean, Too Close to the Bone, you can already feel it, right? Um, so, you know, I feel like in particular Girls Don't Dream is completely relevant to all three dimensions of uh, the Svelts, uh, to Wild Honey, to Fanny, to feminism, to the now with the movie, because Girls Don't Dream was a lie, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. It told us what we couldn't dream, they told us what we couldn't dream of, and I'm calling them out on it. You know, love it. it's a very powerful song. So that'll be out in a couple of months. I love you so much, right? Honestly, I'm to <laughs> I am totally fanboying Please. here. I've asked Catherine <laughs> to kind of keep me in check. Nice. You, the, uh, the, the, that beat club footage, which is is, is where we mm -hmm. see the, the ain't that peculiar and oh all that. Oh my god, that. it's so good. It Thank you. Thank rocks you. so hard. Even I mean, the records rock, right? But 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 mm -hmm. the seeing you live in that context. Mm -hmm. It's such mm -hmm. an amazing sound. Mm -hmm. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When did you realize, when did it click for you? The, the sound of fanning, you went, oh shit, I think we've got something here. What Do you remember that moment? I think it, I think it clicked in 1965 with the Svelts, honestly. Right. If you're going to talk about Fanny in, this, in a musical sense, you really got to go back to the Svelts because that's when we really learned to click as a band. And Alice wasn't even in it yet. Our first drummer was... Kathy Terry, but it was two different girls, but it was me and Jean always. Yeah. But we first realized that we were getting the groove in 65. Right. And by the time, you know, uh, Alice joined the band, I think in 67, we got to LA in 68 or 69, you know, we knew that we had it happening because we were a self-formed band. That's the important part to remember. Uh, Fanny was a self-formed band starting in late 64 with our band, The Svelts. We had our own PA. We knew how to rock. I mean, we knew how to funk, actually. We were more a funk band than we were a rock yeah. band. But, of course, you know, we did some rocking. And um, it was just a, it was a, um, well, it's all still up here. That's what I mean about living in three dimensions. I still am trying to reach for stuff I hear in my head. But that's what it's about. You keep practicing and you keep reaching for what you hear in your head. And I, I'll tell you, the I think the three most important influences on me, I mean, there are some forgotten guys, and they're all guys other than Bonnie Raitt. Um, uh, Lowell George, uh, uh, Elliot, uh, Elliot, uh, the man, are you reeling in the years? I played that solo. Oh. And Skunk Baxter. Yep. Uh, you know who I'm talking I, I know exactly who you mean. So, Skunk Baxter, Lowell George, not Goel yet. Anyway, in the chat is gonna put those the three guys are, are the ones who convinced me. Yeah. Go on, sorry. So, say someone, 
Go on. Um, those three guys were the ones. Uh, are the ones who talked me into finding my own voice. And my own voice was more in the tone and finding lines that you could sing, more in the George Harrison style, mm. that would ignite you somehow inside. It doesn't matter how fast I play, as far as I'm concerned, because I'm not really a fast player. I mean, I could do it every once in a while. I can hit on it, you know. But that's not really my, you know... That's not really my voice. And when I found my voice finally, really way back in the svelts, that's when it started to really click. And um, and that's still my thing even now. But now I feel like I'm just as good of a songwriter as I am a guitar player, you know. So, um, and I like that. I like that um, the skills overlap. I really like that a lot. And I'm not even trying to write anymore. They just kind of come. Come at me. Someone in the chat is saying Elliot Randall. And you're, Elliot you're, Randall, that's we it. Go. We got there. <laughs> but also you're right. One of my best friends. How did I forget his name? <laughs> one of the great things about George Harrison, who you mentioned, is he was not one of those flashy kind of Hendrix, mm -hmm. you know, soloists that was trying to cram 20 notes into five seconds. His skill was was the gaps was was kind of little bits mm -hmm. of the slide guitar in the seventies, of course, which I know you you mm -hmm. are great at. But his skill was yeah. was the gap. Sometimes less yeah. is more. Well, I'll tell you. Um, one time, Richard came back. Uh, our producer, Richard Perry, came back from England, and he had a demo acetate of um, "Let It Be." Wow! And I'll never forget. He played it in the studio really loud. And it had George's guitar solo going through uh, a Leslie. I think that's why I ended up playing guitar through Leslie, like on Badge and et cetera. Because when I heard that, it was in the studio with the speakers, really loud. It was not the final mix. But I could, I heard what he was doing. I'm like, my God, I can sing that solo. Yeah. I can sing that solo. And... Um, that impressed me and, and uh, actually influenced me for the rest of my life. That's what I'm going after. It's tone and something that I can sing even in, in my head, you know. That's the biggest thing for me. Um, and I, I never deviate from that, really. I mean, I can play a few Jimi Hendrix-style licks, you know, like uh, uh, my song on Fanny Walk the Earth, um, You Rule Me, what is the name? To, uh, it's it's based on, on, on Jimi Hendrix's yeah. licks. Um, and is after I wrote that song is when I realized, my God, I didn't know I was influenced that much by uh, Jimi on the lick side. I knew I was influenced by him on the rhythm side because that's actually was his favorite thing yeah playing rhythm and that is my favorite thing as well and so much of what i play on rhythm is so jimmy you know and i saw him at his first gig uh in san francisco at the Fillmore west and that that would have been early 68 right um and that was after he just gotten off the road with the monkeys the monkeys audience and i talked to peter about this they hated jimmy they were booing him get off the stage you know so i mean he went through a lot of phases but he yeah. took it and he did his voice mm -hmm. you know 
that's the thing. Watching you guys perform, you are yourselves, right? You're yeah, not doing yeah. it to entice. You're not doing any of that stuff. And it's strange to our eyes because we're yeah. used to so many times when, when you see a particularly a female artist that there is that extra mm -hmm. element that the guys don't have to worry about. You're just doing your thing. Did you ever get pressurized or was it ever suggested that you should be more, I don't know, more sexual like that? Or did you tell them to get lost straight away? Well, you know, number one, we never postured like guys, you know, like that whole thing of play guitar with, you know, <laughs> I hate that actually, uh, guys, you know, fine. I mean, you can, uh, you know, that's kind of how it started, but, um, I was, I never did that. And I, the first thing that I got turned on to, I was probably 18 and we we're playing teen centers a lot. And I realized, oh, wow, I was moving my head and I could feel my hair. So I'm more connected with how the hair was moving uh, on my body yeah. that helped to inform how, uh, you know, how I was feeling it internally and how I was expressing it to the audience, right? It wasn't until right before I left Fanny, you know, maybe five months before, where they didn't feel like they, uh, the record company and man management didn't feel like we were selling enough records, and they really did pressure us to wear those other outfits, but they never could tell us how to move. That wasn't our thing. I mean, you can't, as far as I'm con concerned, you can try to tell girls or women how to move, but I don't think that's really mm. possible to do. you got to move what you're feeling how you're feeling inside. That's my own theory because that's what I do. I don't know anything else. Who, when you say you moved to LA and I think you said 67, 68, who were you hanging out with? Were you hanging out with like Love and Arthur Lee and, and the Doors and those kind of people, the birds? No, I mean, we moved to LA. Actually, we got to LA in uh, a May of 69, actually. 69, okay. Yeah, so uh, we didn't hang out with so many crazy people. I mean, the first person who came to our house who was famous was actually Hal Blaine. Wow. Yeah, we knew who he was, you know, but he found out that there were these chicks in right. a mansion, you know, uh, up the road from from uh, the Chateau Marmont. Now, he was the beginning of the parade, the cavalcade of guys who would come up to the house. You know, I mean, all of Little Feet. And Lil George was a very close friend, friend of mine, all of ours, actually. Um, I mean, it's true that one, one day I, I came down, I heard someone playing guitar downstairs, and I stuck my head, you know, and looked down the stairs, and it was Dave Mason just sitting there, just practicing licks over and over. And I don't even know if, I mean, I'd met him before, but he was just using our space to practice, and I thought, well, that's great, you know. Uh, guys from the band, and, you know, Cocker and et cetera. Um, they were really interested. I mean, sure, they were interested. Maybe they could score, but they were also interested in playing with us because they wanted to experience, well, what it would be like to actually play with a chick who knows what she's doing, who can push me rather than me pushing her on every level or trying to, you know. And I think that's why the Beatles were so fascinated by us in their own way. They really got, I mean, they just loved that knowing that we could play, you know, and so did Jeff Emmerich. I mean, they just loved it so much. And by the way, uh, Harry Nilsson was hanging out with us every wow. practically every day at Apple. He was in London, you know, yeah. and he was coming. The first time we went upstairs to the studio, to the uh, offices and met uh, George and Ringo, I mean, Harry was with us. So it was like 
everyone was relaxed and you know convivial and, and all was that it kind relaxed? Of and you know I, i'm a, we're huge beatles fans and uh meeting the beatles in the 60s was it relaxed was was there a part of you that's going holy shit that's that's ringo star you know what, what, what was it just you walk in as ring hey ringo it was everything was yeah it was all of the above you know because sure in the back of my mind we're thinking that's two of the beatles at least we met uh um Paul and Linda later that same trip because he he was going to air or actually they were going to air and doing some vocals and Richard was uh, recording Carly Simon there that album that I had You're So Vain so we met there, them there uh, and it was you know it was all like re really relaxed they acted like they were so happy to meet us so they were overjoyed at meeting somebody in in Fanny right I mean we didn't gush at them they gushed at us wow as and so that be. was nice. You know, they made us they made us feel really comfortable. And then later I met uh, John in New York when Slick was playing on Double Fantasy yeah. because he wanted to meet me. And uh, so Slick called me up. I happened to be at a sound check of a woman I was producing um, uh, in a club in New York. And there was uh, an announcement over the speaker, you know, June Millington phone call for you. And I'm like, what? Who knows I'm here, right? But it was slick. And he said, you know, why don't you come down to Mr. Chow's because John wants to meet you. I said, well, great, you know. So I went to that restaurant, Mr. Chow's, and when I walked in the door, they had a long table with the entire band and Yoko and John at the end of the table. And he stood up with this huge grin and he mind playing the guitar. And I went, yeah, you know. <laughs> so it was clear that he was... Um, you know, he was very uh, into and enamored by the idea of meeting a chick who could play, or a woman mm. whom he knew could play. I mean, we did Hey Bulldog, and we wrote another verse to it, so mm. they knew. <laughs> um, do you still enjoy it? I, I get the feeling that you're enjoying it as much now as you were in the 60s and the 70s, maybe even more so. You what do you say, enjoying seem, it? You mean music? Enjoying or music, or music. You seem oh, inspired, you seem... Yeah, it's everything. It. Yeah. I am. It's not any different. It's really not any different because music is what has always connected me to the world. And music is what caused people to start talking to me and Gene actually in the first place mm. in junior high when we did my song, Miss Wallflower 62 in the spring of 62 in junior high. That's exactly how I felt. But the second we did that song with two other girls, all of a sudden we weren't the wallflowers at the dance because people came up to us and spoke to us, you know, and we realized, wow, this is the ticket, you know, because the, you know, the myth is, well, guys, you know, get into uh, rock and roll for sex drugs and, you know, and so on. I've never been able to drink because I drink or really do many drugs because I don't have equilibrium or hearing on my left side. But also, we just wanted to make it like maybe one or two friends. Anybody who would talk to us was a thrill, you know. So they started to talk to us, and we were, we thought we'd already made it. My God, we had a couple of friends, you know. And it just went on from there. So um, it's not just that people started to talk to us. I mean, as the years, you know, reeling in the years, we were able to jam with them. We were able to create with them, you know, and so on. So... The picture's pretty big, it's vast, and it holds everything. That's what music does. Music holds everything. 
It's your heart. It's my heart. It's how we fall in love with each other in the universe. It's got it all. And actually, it never stops. When you do music, it passes through, you know, this wall, and it just keeps going. So everything we say and do is in the Akashic Records, but it all, it all actually still exists in the now. And, and I find that really exciting. I find the whole thing really as exciting as when Gene and I were playing ukuleles in the Philippines and singing with songs off the radio, you know. That was a thrill. I love you so much. Honestly, it's such, it's such a thrill to talk to you. I'm going to post the link for IMA.org. You mentioned you. new songs and stuff. How would we find those when they come out? Where's the best place to keep looking to, to find out about your new releases? Well, I think, I think my Facebook page and also uh, IMA, you know, IMA okay. will post them. What I'm going to do, actually, is I'm going to put out a new album on vinyl. Ooh. And it's going to have, well, of course, I'll put it out on, on CD too. The reason why I want to put it on out on vinyl is I've, because I'm such a, a kind of a pack rat with, with music, I have stuff that I've recorded on, you know, cassette or tape or whatever, um, rehearsals from the 70s and stuff I recorded in oh. Woodstock on my own, on my own. So I have stuff from the past and I have stuff, like, as I mentioned, from the now. Yeah. So I'm going to put them together with this photo that was taken in Woodstock, I would say maybe 78 that's kind of sexy, but it's so real. It's it's me. <laughs> Obviously, I'd gotten up and I went right to my drum set, you know. And it's there I am sitting on my drum set with snow boots on, but hardly anything on, and a bathrobe, and it's black and white. And it just rocks. So, and I think that, that that photo sort of typifies how I feel, uh even in the now with music, everything disappears. I didn't know that picture was being taken. Yeah. And I'm smiling and I'm in my bliss, right? So it's a bliss black and white shot that actually it, it represents it all, you know, and I love it. So that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> well, when it's out, we will, um, we will plug it. I, thank you so much. I would much. say it's two or three months, yeah. Okay. It, it's so lovely to see you so happy and I wish you the best of luck with your treatment. And um, thank, you. thank you. Thank you so much for, for coming and talking to us. And um, and I think the movie's coming out in the UK uh, in September. So oh, gonna... that's awesome. Yeah. Also, also oh, I want to yeah, say yeah. as well, thank you for listening to The Voice and doing what The Voice asked you to do. What did I do? I don't even remember anymore. <laughs> well, I've done so many. <laughs> this is the thing. I, I did get a panic when I, I, I messaged you a couple of days ago and said, are we still on for Friday? Um, What's happening Friday? <laughs> oh, she's a busy woman. <laughs> well, you know, I really do have to parse my time. I of you uh, yesterday I set my internal clock to do this with you guys, so I wouldn't be keeling over, you Don't. know. And now I'm gonna just sort of work my way back to just my nighttime, you know, uh, life-saving mode. <laughs> yeah. Take care of yourself. Um, because really I really appreciate. do have just X amount of energy. I'm not used to it. Yeah, we really Thank you. appreciate you joining us All tonight. Right. It's so lovely to see you. Stay safe, and hopefully okay. we'll get to speak again at you some too. point. Thanks, June. Thank you, June. Okay, yeah. I'm going to cut you off so you don't need to do the hanging up thing. I'll do it for you. Bye-bye. See you soon, June. Bye-bye. Oh, my God. Wasn't she incredible? Oh, my God. She was brilliant. I've got to play some adverts. Come on, she's man. Like, she, the MZ's right. She's an actual hero.
Oh, she's a legend in so many levels. Yeah. On so many levels. Doing a thing. Imagine being that comfortable. That comfortable. I like the fact she kept referring to her and the band as chicks. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, wasn't it, Dave? I don't think, I don't think we can get any cooler. I know we can't get any cooler. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I said we keep her for 20 minutes. We had her for, for, nearly, for about 30. I'm being a little bit naughty there, but... Um, she seemed on really good form. Can't wait to see that movie. Yeah. I was really hoping the director was going to send me a link and she didn't send me a link. Have a look at the website of the place that she was mentioning oh, yeah, yeah, there. Is it y YMA? IMA. IMA. IMA.org. Uh, it's a cool place. Um, that was great. I, one of my, that's one of my favourite guests ever. I kind of want to talk to her after we've seen the documentary as well. Do you think she will? <laughs> I mean, she might do. <laughs> she, I, it's, are you still cool for Friday? What's happening Friday? Then she. Oh yeah, no, that should work. <laughs> She's got a lot but, of stuff but, on her mind. But but it's, some other people are done it. I'm going to oh, for fuck. Her is like oh, I love her even more. I know. I love her even more. Yeah. She was fabulous. Let's, uh, I, I just want to... Um... Imagine the audacity of trying to tell that woman how to dance. Oh, jeez. Let's just find... I just find one more clip of her. Let's end on one more clip of her... Um, uh, the version of Hey Bulldog, by the way. I wonder if there's a video of that. Let's just... I don't, if we can find something that isn't that beat club. There's not much stuff there's not much let's just drag us up there let me put us there there's not much stuff that isn't oh, here we go. oh that's the that's all the beat club there's i mean this, this is, is the, the film this is trailer. The, the, then the musician community so this is the documentary i had no idea who they were but this four minutes worth of music i was like hooked the queens of rock and roll fanny Fanny is iconic, truly before their time. Men coveted rock and roll, but that was theirs. This is a girl with an instrument on. So, okay, this is a game changer. Fanny was the first all-woman rock band that could really play and really get some credibility within the musician community. So we broke through that barrier, and it wasn't through talking. We just fucking did it. There was so much pressure all the time. I mean, you have to remember how young we were and how scared we were, really. We're brown, and nobody knows where the Philippines is. And many times when I felt worthless and challenged. It was hard. Being gay was still a disease. You could not be a lesbian in Fanny. They're like my sisters. I've known them since I was 16. Being in a rock band gave us a place to belong. We were all different together. You make me right. 
They made five records. You know, the Go-Go's get a lot of attention for what we did, and we only made three records. They didn't have that number one hit in the platinum records that the other bands had, but those other bands wouldn't have had those platinum records if they didn't open the door. It's always the ones that started, they get fucked. If I had many lines in my face as Keith Richards, I don't, I don't know that we would have been offered a record deal. <laughs> Rocking is a metaphor. When you fail, you pick yourself back up again. They were considered badass, and they still are. my big joke with my friends now. Maybe I'll be famous when I'm 80. <laughs> oh, I need to see that. Yes, mate. Yes. What's this? Anyway, anyway. What was that? Bonsoir, de rock en stock et puisque Hang le mois dernier enfin il y a oui c'est le mois dernier il n'y a pas de doute je vous avais promis Monts et Merveilles mais les Monts et les Merveilles vont arriver ce sont deux groupes américains mais deux groupes américains assez particuliers puisqu'ils sont entièrement composés de jeunes femmes ce sont les deux seuls qui existent au monde les deux seuls qui sont venus nous rendre visite à Paris il y en a peut-être que vous connaissez le plus connu des deux c'est Fanny What an honor to talk to her. Yeah. What an honor. I feel stupid. I feel stupid. Nothing like it. I should just talk, talk to us, June, and then we sit back and listen. I was just gr I'm grinning like an idiot and giggling. Yeah. Oh, man. What an honor to talk to her. That is, um, jeez. Oh, Whoa! We're going to have a reveal of where we're at. In terms of our Patreons. Oh, look at this. It's in about 10 minutes when this... No, oh. I've, done, I've just done it just then. What are you talking about? I found nice. a short drum reel. 390. I said drum reel, I meant drum roll. 390. 10 more. We're going to do a special private show for you Patreons. Patreon com slash Ian and Catherine. I, We're I, I, so and Catherine close. Catherine with a K. Ten away. That's for the end of the month. Mm -hmm. The next target is five hundred. But what I mean, when we put that up, we thought, oh, that's not going to get filled very quickly, oh, is it? It's not going to get filled very. And quickly. look at it. You got you lot are freaking brilliant. Thank you, honestly. Thank you so much. And I'm listen. I'm aware that the show's been a little bit. We've got to max We've got to be more fanny. We're going to be more fanny. We're going to max out. You sign up to us. We are going to give. We are. We are going to give you best goddamn entertainment ever. You want more guests like June? We're going to get it. You want less guests like June? You got to sign somewhere else. You just with you. The thing is apart. We should all be more fanny. We all need to be more fanny. I think it's hard to live. What an honour to talk to her. I know. What a, co what a cool human being. I should have asked her better questions. I know. 
Who are you thinking that too? Saw, saw some, I, I, I didn't know she knew Peter Tork, a big Monkeys fan. And I saw, this is how I got in touch with her, is someone on like a Monkeys Donuts. page posted, oh, here's, here's pictures of Peter with June Millington. I was like, shit, that's, that's funny. So then I saw she was on Facebook, and so then I just messaged her on Facebook. She was mentioning, she mentioned Leah Kunkel a, a lot. That's yeah. Cass's sister, right? Yeah, yeah. Who ended up raising uh, Owen's daughter, yeah. Owen. Cass is the... Th- and Dave Mason. Yeah. You know, We've spoken to Dave Mason. Oh, just go and listen to the Dave Mason, Cass Elliot album. I was listening to that yesterday. You, you posted a link for Sit and Wonder. Go and listen to that. So much. Oh, I've got I've got goosebumps. What an honour. Honestly, I, 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 we get we only get guests on that we like, right? Except that time that MZ Plays came on, but that was just <laughs> manners. That was jokes. We don't like her. We love her. We love her. Um, but that just felt like an... A real honour. Yeah. She's a, a pioneer in so many other ways. The, the, the girl group to one side even, she's a pioneer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. You know... I, we all want to be June now, MZ. We all want to be June. We, and I, I genuinely, I feel inspired by talking to her. Mm-hmm. You know... Uh, Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 